This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News, Alabama, Alabama, our great state, the voice of Alabama values, Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. I'm Russ Jones, filling in for Andrea Tice. Former State Senator Roger Bedford died at his home in Tuscaloosa Wednesday following a battle with cancer. The 67-year-old had been state senator representing District 6, which surrounded his home of Russellville in Franklin County of Northwest Alabama. He served in the state Senate from 1982 to 1990 and 1994 to 2014. Bedford was an outgoing personality who could brighten any room upon entering and meet everyone in the room in minutes. He was an old-school Alabama Democrat. His role was to bring programs, economic development, and funds to his home district. Bedford is survived by his son, Roger Bedford III. Former State Representative David Cole was sentenced on Tuesday after pleading guilty to voter fraud by voting at an unauthorized polling location. Cole was arrested in late August and resigned shortly after his arrest. He accepted a guilty plea for a Class C felony and was officially sentenced Tuesday morning. According to the plea agreement, Cole will serve a three-year split sentence. Cole will spend 60 days in the Madison County Jail and serve the remainder under unsupervised probation. Huntsville Mayor Tommy Battle is once again running for re-election. Huntsville citizens originally elected the 67-year-old in 2008, and Battle has held the position ever since. Battle has been re-elected four times, most recently in 2020, when he netted nearly 80% of the vote. The Montgomery City Council on Tuesday passed a resolution limiting the flying of flags on city property to the city of Montgomery and U.S. flags. Councilman Brantley Lyons proposed the resolution to maintain a sense of neutrality between the city and its residents. Supporters of the resolution gave examples of gay pride flags being flown on city property and a Black Lives Matter mural being painted around the Court Square Fountain in downtown Montgomery as to why the resolution was needed. On Tuesday evening, over 100 community members gathered at the Levite Jewish Community Center in Birmingham to stand in solidarity with the Jewish state and pray for Israeli forces and hostages. The security-heavy event was hosted by the Birmingham Jewish Foundation. Members spoke between bouts of intercessory prayer for Israel in its continuing battle, led by rabbis and a former member of the IDF. U.S. Representative Barry Moore introduced a resolution on Wednesday condemning U.S. Representative Rashida Tlaib, the Democrat of Michigan, comment about the Israel-Palestine conflict and the Palestinian flag outside her office. Tlaib and U.S. Representative Cory Bush, the Democrat from Missouri, faced criticism for statements made over the weekend in response to the terrorist attack in the Holy Land. Although they condemned the violence, Tlaib and Bush both called for the United States to end its support of Israel. According to reports, Tlaib is of Palestinian heritage and has long opposed congressional efforts supporting Israel. Montgomery 19-year-old Perez Sturdivant is now the second suspect charged in the September 10th shooting death of a Montgomery teen. Police say the shooting happened in the 100 block of Gazebo East Drive, where first responders found an unresponsive 16-year-old boy and a man suffering from a non-fatal gunshot wound. The teenager was pronounced dead and the man was taken to a local hospital for treatment. Neither victim has been identified. 
On Tuesday, the Alabama Public Charter School Commission gave Montgomery-based Lead Academy a two-year renewal to continue operating as a charter school authorized by the state. Lead officials requested the commission give them a longer renewal of five years. However, commissioners approved a shorter two-year renewal after meeting in executive session. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. And now in national news. House Republicans have chosen Majority Leader Steve Scalise, the Republican from Louisiana, as their nominee for speaker after huddling behind closed doors for over two hours on Wednesday. GOP lawmakers voted via secret ballot. Scalise won 113 votes, while Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan won 99. House Republicans voted minutes earlier to table a motion to raise the threshold for electing a speaker to 217, a majority of the conference. Scalise told CBS News the first order of business is to make clear the U.S.'s support for Israel. We have a lot of work to do, uh, not just in the House for the people of this country, but we see how dangerous of a world it is and how things can change so quickly. Uh, We need to make sure we're sending a message to people all throughout the world that the House is open and doing the people's business, uh, making sure that we're unequivocally standing uh, in our first resolution uh, that uh, we pass under Speaker Steve Scalise will be to make it clear that we stand with Israel. The McCall-Meeks resolution will be our first order of business. This move comes after former Speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted in a vote by eight members of his own party and all House Democrats last week. That moment marked the first time in history the U.S. House of Representatives voted to remove its own leader. Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu recently shared a picture of the barbaric killings carried out by the Hamas group. He said on CNN this morning program, Hamas is worse than ISIS. We were struck Saturday by an attack whose savagery I can say we have not seen since the Holocaust. I mean, we had hundreds massacred, families wiped out in their beds and their homes, women brutally raped and murdered, over 100 kidnapped, including children. They're even worse than ISIS. Meanwhile, back here in the homeland, on Fox News, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis urged Israel to respond forcefully to Hamas's assault. With respect to Israel, they have every right to defend themselves, and that means the complete annihilation of Hamas and the network and the, and the terror networks and infrastructure. You're going to start to see people attack Israel. You're going to start to see maybe even the United Nations and some of these as time goes on. It's important that America plants that flag in the ground, uh, that we're with them through thick and thin on their right to defend themselves. Uh, I think you move very quickly to shut off flows of money to Iran. Uh, The oil money is a big part for them. I would counter that by drilling for more oil here in the United States and make us the dominant energy producer in the United States. We could do that if we wanted to. Uh, Biden doesn't want to do that. So I think the financial constraints on Iran will help crimp their ability to fund terrorism in the Middle East. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. And if you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your podcasting app, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever app you're using, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out of The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping a five-star rating. 
we surely do appreciate it. Again, I'm Russ Jones, filling in for Andrea Tice. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow. In the meantime, be well. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.